Hey, you know what? I made a whole episode. I forgot to say happy birthday, yo, Gotti. Ain't that a B.I.? Listen, man. Players fuck up, too. Happy birthday, Gotti. <laughs> All right. Let's get back to the show. Ah. Kenny Radio. My name is Koi Cool. And I represent Cool University. It is Thursday, May the 19th. And all I gotta say is Happy birthday, Brother Malcolm Shabazz. May Allah have mercy on your beloved soul, baby. This is the Daily Rap Podcast. You know you need it in your life. You know this. And today's show should be nothing short of a great show. Talking some hip-hop news. It's Thursday. So you know what we're doing, man. We are looking at one of our five mic 15. That's right. One of the albums to receive five mics and the legendary source just to kind of see how it fares under a 2022 lens. And that album today is Ice Cube's 1990 debut solo album, America's Most Wanted. Now look, I don't ask for much, but can you please like the episodes, leave a comment, a five-star rating, or whatever you might think is fair. You know what I think is fair. But most importantly, please share these episodes because you and I are part of the tribe that needs to continue to grow. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are I got your mathematics. But if you don't want me stalking you early in the morning, help me help you by subscribing for notifications. Send your comments, ratings, all other things regarding today's episode to CoolUniversity.com. Now that that's out the way, how are you? Hope today has been good to you like it's been good to me. Uh, Enjoyed celebrating with my lovely wife. Her birthday was yesterday. Had a good time. Ate too much. Drank too much. And just the other day, I was telling you, I need your help to help me stay away from eating and drinking too much. I'm going to need you to be a better friend. (laughs) Because I just can't help it. You know? But otherwise, it's been amazing. It's Thursday, throwback. And I want to do a little homework, man. You know, this journey that I'm on is everlasting. And I know people like me and you do things like this. So I am so glad to keep this thing going. So enough of this yapping. Let's set off this Thursday with our freestyle of the day. Niggas say I'm busted. Then ask me what's that shit I'm on Cause I did them wrong Carry you breezy and get them gone What I'm on is some real fuck the world shit And hoes like a cruddy nigga So I fuck your girl quick That nigga Earl sick That's what they used to say in school Throwing chairs and jigging niggas with pencils Every day in school A wise man can play the fool for reasons of his own And I knew that I would understand them reasons when I'm grown And now it's on They started something they wasn't ready for at the age of 10, I'm busting down a steady four. Coming out for visits, but what's a visit when there's no home? Other kids' parents like, this little boy is so grown. I am what happens when you raised in the streets. Yeah. All I really want is to get raised in the streets. And he who lays in the streets with your last breath, ask the Lord for forgiveness and may you have a fast death. And it's not like me to have my back turned to open places. I want to see it when it's coming so I can open faces. Open cases got me paying to stay out of jail. Wally Street's got me praying to stay DMA! Slipped and I fell Got back up, slipped again But no matter what it's been Just never gotta win It's a dent line I walk every day But I'm good with it Project nigga all my life But wouldn't say the hood did it Knew what I was doing Every day that I've been doing it Seeing niggas having a good time So I'ma ruin it Fuck you and fuck your man Both got niggas is pussy 
Frontin' like you out the jungle when ain't never seen the bush And push comes to shove, whatever love we had, take it with you Now peep what I just said and see how long it takes to hit you Everybody knows you can talk all day And when the song, what you gon' do? Walk away One love, Boomer Rest in peace, baby Girl that freestyle by DMX was brought to you by So What's the Scenario, the hip-hop-based debate game for four to eight players. Just the right amount of randomness, personal opinion, trash talk, strategy, and music discovery. Perfecto for any game night. And right now, if you use my code COOL, C-O-O-L, you will receive free shipping. So what's the scenario, baby? That leads us to today's mathematics. Now, this is a strange day. There's so much that happened on this day, it's gonna take precedent over everything else. Cause I think you need to know how iconic May the 19th actually is. So let's get to it. First of all, let's go to 1988. Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather, their fourth album, and the follow-up to the group's big commercial breakthrough album, the 1986 is Raising Hell. But this album was accompanied by a film that was directed by Rick Rubin. Star DMC uh, as he was released from prison in which he returns to New York City with his bandmates Run and Jam Master J. Just as they were ready to schedule some gigs and get their musical career back into going, things take a dark turn. Now, it's like a balance of between like musical performance, <laughs> half-assed acting, um, and it also had a couple of other 1980s hip hop stars, including Slick Rick and the Beastie Boys. But I'm like, damn, four albums already. And that's 1988. So much homework that I think I need to do, right? I'm behind. The album features three Billboard singles, Run's House, Mary Mary, and I'm not going out like that. Run House and Mary Mary also hit UK singles charts as well. Tougher Than Leather peaked at number nine on the US Billboard 200 and number two on the top R&B and hip hop albums chart. The album was certified platinum by the RIAA as of July, 1988. Big numbers, fast, you hear that? Moving fast out here. While the music gained favorable response, critics generally just destroyed the film. <laughs> the Washington Post said the film is vile, vicious, despicable, stupid, racist, sexist, and horrendously made. It was also described as poorly executed and just unfair. That's terrible, right? The film failed at the box office, but was released in VHS, and now they're no longer making any of that. <laughs> Damn. Isn't that crazy that you could be like on top of the world in one field and you go to try something else and if it don't work, damn, it's a bad luck. Tougher than leather, that was that. Fast forward, 1993. The Roots dropped their debut album, Organic. It was originally like just uh, sold in Europe when they were doing shows. The album earned enough industry buzz though to earn The Roots offers from the major record labels. After which, you know, of course, they signed with uh, DGC Records, which at the time they were more so better known as like a grunge for the grunge music scene. They also released real like uh, gritty, but eclectic, you know. But anyway, if you think about it right now, you know, to the ears, obviously, the roots were something so 
unheard of for the genre. Obviously, they had no clue of what to do with it. As of right now, you know, the concept of a band as talented as they are with lyrics as fire as what Black Thought brings to the table is still totally un unheard of. Let's keep it going. The reason for the freestyle of the day. Yeah, I did it today. Back in 1998, it's dark and hell is hot by the late legendary DMX was released. Only making it 24 years old, guys. Trust me, if it was 25, we'd be discussing this a whole nother, a whole nother way. <laughs> All right. Of course, it was supported by four singles. Get at me, dog. Stop being greedy. The Rough Riders anthem and how's it going down, which is I don't even think you can get a better vibe you had hype doing the video for how's it going down to me that song embodies what i wanted you know it was a very feel good song i don't think you know he couldn't even do that again that's how you know it was a lightning in the bottle because a song like how's it going down was just so you know um feel good it kind of reminds me of you know when method man did the breakups to make up with d'angelo it's like those songs about the shorties you just couldn't make up again and it was just directed so nice but that's neither here nor there but that was my shiz night primarily this includes production from dame grace who did 13 tracks pk did eight tracks uh, in addition you have some some stuff from irv Gotti and lil rob two tracks young lord peace young lord one track and swiss beats who did one track you know i mean i don't know i guess i guess i should be happy you know but when you look at it I just feel like, yo, shout out to Dame Grease, man. I never thought he got the credit that he deserved. I know he, you know, did a few things and also even resurfaced later, later on down the line with Max B. But, you know, also shout out to PK as well. I know those guys didn't really get, you know, the credit in Swiss really happened to capitalize off of the sound that they created, you know, and he kind of took it where he did. So, you know, shout out to Dame Grease and PK, man. You are not forgotten this album debuted at number one on the u.s billboard 200 it sold 251,000 copies its first week this became dmx's first of course u.s number one debut on the chart and since then has moved upwards more than four times platinum same day rapper eight ball you know of mjg went solo on that ass too with his double album lost um now the duo at the time already had three albums done and have become so important to hip-hop and really southern hip-hop more specifically you know mjg went first and both pretty much followed up the album has been certified platinum selling 1.8 million copies close to 2 million and the reason why this group is your rapper's this group is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. 2009. We had two two records drop on the same day. Busta Rhymes back on my bullshit. Which I'm really mentioning this for the for the shade that kind of comes up with it. Now, this is the joint that had a rap money on it. Respect my conglomerate. All records to me. That weren't my favorite Busta Rhymes songs. 
And I'm a Busta Rhymes fan, fanatic. But when he got there, mm, I don't know. I don't know what it was about the production or maybe it was him becoming like a caricature of himself a little bit. But what was even more interesting is the press that it got. We had uh, somebody write, all things considered, Buster should probably try including a little less BS <laughs> the next time he comes back. Get it? Back on my... Ah, never mind. Slant Magazine wrote a negative review as well, stating that more often than not, Buster is content to recycle well-worn material, hoping that enough polish and guest star participation will wick away in the album's dusty <laughs> content. Oh my God. That's terrible. It was also named the most disappointing album of 2009 by Hip Hop News for the website Hip Hop DX. Jesus. Lastly, okay. Lastly, one of the major albums that hit Redman and Method Man, the Blackout album. You gotta love both of these guys. And what stage shows? What state shows? Originally, the name of the album was supposed to be America's Most Blunted and was advertised as that for months before the release. But of course, they had to change it to a more commercially acceptable. And that's where it came out as Blackout. They should have went with that. I know years from now, they're all like, yo, man, we should have kept it. We should have kept it that way. The album debuted number three on the U.S. Billboard 200 the first week with sales of 254,000 copies. All right. That is today's mathematics. All right. Let's talk about why we're here today. So I have been on a journey and I ask you to come along with me to reexamine the 15 albums that received five mics in the Legendary Source magazine. What's interesting is part of the magazine's like later discrepancies really came from, uh, well, their five mic system. Out of all of the records, only 15 received five mics, but were they really worth it? You had a lot of people say that these things were not worth it. They had bad choices, you know, but we got to look at them. Last week, we spoke about a tribe called Quest, people instinctive travels in the paths of rhythm. And we look back and many of us felt that it really wasn't as John Blaze and maybe just the hype of the time. Well, today we have another in Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted. Released May 16th, 1990 on Priority Records, it was the first solo album after the nasty split from his group N.W.A., the album was primarily produced by Public Enemy's production team, The Bomb Squad. A critical and commercial success, and it remains one of the defining hip-hop albums of the 1990s. But how does it stand up to the ears of 2022? I want to get to my first record off this joint. A little tough picking songs because I have my favorites. And shit, quite frankly, I just went with what I liked. And, you know... I think the first record helps sum up what Cube's vision was off the rip. And it should be played at loud volume only. The Negro you love to hate. Cuny Radio. I heard payback's a motherfucking nigga. That's why I'm sick of getting treated like a goddamn snapchat. Fuck a punk cause I ain't him. You gotta deal with the nine double M. The dance coming at your all hate. Just think and niggas decide to retaliate and try to keep me from running up. I never tell you to get 
The nigga you love to hate. By Ice Cube off his debut solo album, America KKK's Most Wanted. Before we move on, man, I gotta remind you tonight, 7 to 8 p.m., on the voice of NCC 90.3 FM, I am on the air playing the best that hip hop and RB has to offer. If you're not in the LI area, don't even worry about it. Please download the iHeart or Odyssey app and search WHPC. I need you there. Please come play it cool. Let's get back to this project, man. After uh, departing from Ruthless, you know, in NWA, Ice Cube immediately moved to recording his own record. Now, Cube maintains that he originally wanted to work with Dr. Dre, still wanted to collaborate for the solo album, but of course, the move was nixed by the label powers. Jerry Heller was not having it. <laughs> not having it. So he happened to move to New York, ended up contacting Public Enemies production team, the Bomb Squad. Real chess move. Real chess move. America's Most Wanted initially charted without the support of a lead single or video, although the title track would later receive like a pressing up and a rare video for Who's the Mac eventually surfaced. 
That video itself was directed by Alex Winter. Upon release, America's Most Wanted received critical acclaim. And over the years, it has been regarded by many as the hip hop classic album. Rolling Stone, on the other hand, mm, gave the album two and a half out of five stars. That critic was Alan Wright, who, might I add, was a rock critic. He commented, the relentless profanity grows wearisome. The Bomb Squad's beats lose steam. And Cube's attitude towards women are simply despicable. So as you can see, it was a real love and hate kind of thing. What's interesting to me is at the point, there was no real West Coast sound. Like, as my generation knew it, we knew, when we think of the West Coast sound, we're thinking of G-Funk, of course. What we find synonymous to West Coast, that's what we think of. But this was, at the time, considered like a crossover sound. I want to get to my next pick. I know we're moving fast, but I really want to get to my next pick. Now, while a good portion of the project kind of talks about, you know, things like the hardships of South Central, as well as maybe criticizing the justice system, race relations in the United States. And at that time, Cube really became an outspoken voice of the U.S. justice system um, against young black Americans. So of it, you know, and some of it to me was just a young dude just simply living life in his neighborhood and telling stories. So you know where we're going next now, all right? This next record from America's Most Wanted, Once Upon a Time in the Projects, CUNY Radio. Once upon a time in the projects, yo. I damn near had to wreck a hoe. I knocked on the dough. In the parking lot She said fuck them Cause they get sparked a lot I sat on the couch But it wasn't stable And then I put my knives On the coffee table Her brother came in He's in the gang banging Cause he walked up And said What set you claim I don't bang I rock the good rhymes The whole scenery Reminded me of good times I don't like to feel bad I'm put in a rut By a young nigga That need to pull his pants up and then he was gonna think it to myself Won't this bitch bring her ass on Her mother came in with a joint in her mouth And fired up the sex, it was sex, no doubt She said, please excuse my house and all that I said, yeah, cause I was buzzed from the contact Looking at her fucked up black and white Her mom's bitching cause the county check wasn't right She had another brother that was three years old And had a bad case of the runny nose Who really needs her ass kicked Only 13 and already pregnant I grabbed my 40 out the bag and took a swig Cause I was getting overwhelmed by baby kids They was running and yelling and playing and cussing and telling And look at this young punk bailing I heard her knock on the door without the password And her mom's got the 12 gauge moss burn The nigga said, yo, what's for sale? And the bitch came out with the bag she made the drop and got the $20 from a smoke out full with wing around the collar. The girl I was waiting for came out. 
said, bitch, I didn't know this was a crack house. I got my coat and suck. Pointed at my dome, man. I said to myself, once again, it's on. He threw me on the carpet and wasn't cutting no slack. Jumped on my head and put his knee on my back. First, he tried to slap me up, wrap me up, rough me up. They couldn't do it, so they cuffed me up. I said, fuck, how much abuse can a nigga take? Hey, yo, officer, you're making a big mistake. Since I had on a shirt that said I was dope, he thought I was selling bass and couldn't hear my case. He said, my face and must have had a grudge his reply told that bullshit to the judge the girl i was with wasn't saying nothing i said hey yo bitch you better tell him something she started dragging and all of a sudden we all got tossed in a paddy wagon now i beat the rap but that ain't the point i had a war so i spent two weeks in a joint now the story you heard has one little object Yes, sir. Once upon a time in the projects, yo, by Ice Cube off the five mic, America's most wanted. So crazy to like listen back to this project as a whole and really try to judge it like, wow, okay, five mics means it's the greatest thing. You know, how does it fare? And you realize that an album like this, you know, you know, has a bunch of layers. Lyrical intensity. I can see why he got that scrow that scowl on his face to this day. Like I guess, and I can also see why Cube can be your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. You can still hear a lot of the NWA elements though. Um, and you can tell he was a leader in the production of that music. Strong political stance really brought back to me what life was like in the 90s um you can see that there was a change of guard going on maybe dancing hip-hop was on the horizon and you know he had a strong sense of hate towards that you know or at least trying to hold hold his spot i think this album presented a lot of shock value you know not features not a lot of features just had public enemy real quick um Endangered Species with Chuck D. Then he had Flavor Flav on on a joint. Oh, I think believe it's it's a man's world. Like one thing that one thing that stood out to me on this project was the use of the voice inflection. He sounded so serious, and I think that and the listeners held on to that was the seriousness in his voice. You could almost kind of hear like a red man early red man using his you know uh highness what's the word that i'm looking for gravity like the gravity of his voice i think was really really strong um as far as the production um the beats were really banging loud um also something you know that didn't sound like public enemy but the bomb squad definitely helps create kind of something brand new, sparking like a really new kind of idea. Um, 
I do think that the album slowed down a little bit. And I can say that, you know, a little bit of the girl talk, the way he kind of talked about chicks a little bit was a little much when I look back at it. But you think about a young man living that kind of life, you know, promoting that kind of lifestyle. I get it. I wonder, does it feel to me five mics? Hmm. I want to say no. High, I would rank it high, but five mics, I don't really know. But what I will do is I'll accept it based off of all of the things that kind of came after in the tone that he set going forward. So I get it. And I will say five mics, I get it. But what do I know? Whatever you are doing, stop and go stream Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted and let me know, what do you think? Do you think this today is a five mic album? Before we go, shout out to TuneCore. They hosted this music business seminar um, with, uh, with media research um, to kind of help out with the gender equality throughout the music business. Really insightful. I learned a whole lot. I like looking at these things. I call it time spent, but it's a way to kind of keep up with what's exactly happening in the music business all around. Shout out to TuneCore, shout out to Media Research, and shout out to Music Business. All right, I appreciate you guys. I got a bust a move, man. I got things to do. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I go by the name Koi Cool and I represent Cool University. Again, tonight, I'm on the voice of NCC 90.3 where I am playing it cool, okay? 7 to 8 p.m. If you're not in the Long Island area, don't worry about it. Download the Odyssey or iHeart app and search WHPC. Don't have the opportunity to catch it live. The replays of the Play It Cool show are now available on SoundCloud, so you cannot miss the greatest hour in hip-hop and R&B radio. Shout out to my guy, Cigars and Whiskey Pod. Their new episodes drop every Tuesday, and they go live from the YouTube and Instagram account Friday nights. I'm there behind the camera, right? Friday nights, 9 p.m. Follow your boy on the gram at Cool University. And most of all, send me your number or subscribe for those notifications. Tomorrow, be it Friday, I don't know where we're going, but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have some dope fly music and some hip hop news in the world of rhythm to discuss, all right? I'm gonna see you, from me to you. Have a great day and party responsibly. See you tomorrow.